ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Comedy Collision Podcast. I am your host, Nick Hannick. This is episode number eight. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, again, shout out to our LLs and loyal listeners. We are back. We are back full force. Uh, hopefully, no, we are back full full force. Um, and yeah, I just want to give a shout out to everyone um, who has supported the podcast. I know... Um, a lot of some people have actually contacted me uh, with the screenshots of the Spotify uh, top five most played in 2020, and uh, somehow this cracked the top five for some of them. They're not listening to a ton of podcasts, but this was one of them. So we thank you if we were on there. Uh, that was a cool feeling. So thank you for sh- uh, reaching out. If you did, subscribe uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, download us on Spotify Podcasts. Thank you so much. This is going to be another solo pod, another quick solo pod. Because we're trying to find guests, um, but to do, be doing this weekly, it takes a lot of courage. I don't know. We're going to just do it. Let's see how it goes. All right, here we go. Hello, welcome back to the Comedy Collision Podcast. Like I said, I am your host, Nick Hannock. This is episode number eight, and we, uh, we're we going solo on this one. This is going to be a solo podcast. It's going to be great. Um, probably around 30 minutes we're going to do. And uh, if you're listening, I appreciate it. Download us on us. Uh, you know, I just went over all that. You know what to do. Um, but seriously, give us a five stars on the Apple and uh, subscribe. It means the world to us. Um, but yeah, so... I am uh, reaching back out after a two-week uh, hiatus. I know we've been working on uh, trying to get some new guests on the podcast. Um, there's a few people in mind right now, but uh, you know, with a full-time job and uh, some other things picking back up for me, that uh, it's been a little busy. Been a little busy. So we're trying to we're gonna get uh, these people out to you soon. And until then, we're just gonna crank out some 30-minute podcast episodes, and you guys get to hear me ramble because uh, stand-up is still dead. Stand up is still dead. Although I know a bunch of um, some of the bigger comedians in Chicago just did a uh, fundraiser for local businesses that are kind of struggling in the city. Um, I know Pat McGann was on that, and uh, yeah, it was just it looked great. And uh, hopefully they crush it this week. I believe it's this weekend. And uh, I'm actually this weekend I am flying to Miami, recording this on Friday night. I know it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be coming out Saturday day, maybe Monday. Who knows when we're gonna release it? But um. Recording it Friday night. I leave tomorrow morning for Miami. Me, my brother, and my father are going to uh, the Dolphins uh, Bengals game, which could not be at more of an all time low than it is right now. We, <laughs> I, at the hype, at the, at the peak of it, it was all fans were going to be allowed, it got clearance to be allowed in there by the state of Florida. Um, Joe Burrow was going to be starting for the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Tua. Tua time is going to be starting for the Dolphins. And it was going to be an absolute, it was going to be a good game. Both teams uh, looked like they're, I mean, the Bengals were struggling, sure, but the Dolphins were playing well. Um, but Joe Burrow was fun to watch. I had, I have Joe Mixon on my fantasy team. Um, he was going to be a running back. And I have Tyler Boyd on my fantasy team. He was going to be a wideout. It was going to be great. Just gonna throw some cash on it. 
a little gambling over there, and uh, it was going to be fun. But what we are at now is, I don't know what the capacity is there, but it's not big, no tailgating. Um, Joe Burrow, as you know, tore his ACL, MCL, and other leg damage. Terrible, horrific injury. Um, I don't even know who the fuck is starting for the Bengals now. Is it Ryan Finley? I I don't even think he started last game. Um, but yeah, so who the fuck knows is starting for the Bengals? And then now Fitzmagic has worked his way back into the starting lineup with uh, Tua being questionable for the game. And uh, Tua is a game-time decision. And here's the thing. When you have a franchise quarterback like that, that's the future, and um, you're playing a team like the Bengals, who I, do they have like two, three wins? Uh, you're not going to be risking it with Tua. So I'm thinking we're going to get to see Fitzmagic and um, Ryan Finley. Oh, did I also mention Joe Mixon's on the IR? So we get to see the uh, Italian stallion, that is Giovanni Bernard, who has a great mustache. I do have Giovanni Bernard on my fantasy team, and I was debating not starting him, but now that I'll be at the game, he will probably get to start. Um, so I can cheer for him. And, yes, I will still be throwing some some moolah on the game. But um, it should be interesting, man. It should be a blowout. Dolphins should win. But uh, it should be a good time in Miami. I hate flying, though. Flying is the worst. I um, the f- Really, when I started getting scared of flying is I watched the show Lost the night before I went on the plane. I started the show Lost. And that kind of is what really uh, started my anxiety towards flying. I hate flying. I just don't. I, it just seems like so much could go. If, if anything goes wrong. And it feels like anything can happen and anything can go wrong. And if it does, we are, we're fucked. It feels like there's, because like we're in the air. There's only one way down and it's crashing. So I, I, I don't know. I, I hate, hate, hate flying. I really do. Um, and then another thing was I was in a plane one time. This is a hundred percent true story. I was in a plane that was hit by lightning. It was me flying by myself the entire ride. I'm sitting there in the middle seat and this lady next to me, who's um, of the Jewish faith, 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 uh, is uh, talking to me and just telling me all about the Jewish faith and about when she's met God, how she's met God twice in her life. And this whole plane ride, I'm just like sitting there and she's just going off talking about it. It's not that long of a plane ride, but she felt the need to talk about it. And the we have some terrible turbulence and I'm freaking out a little bit. And then the plane got hit by lightning on the wing. Um, but good news is uh, planes are actually, they, they're made to... Um, they can, there's something in the wing that, like, if they did get hit by lightning, like, everything's fine. Like, we dropped a little, but, like, knowing that we dropped a little, it was honestly probably uh, uh, just, you know, the turbulence that we were in. But it was just a creepy moment, um, scary moment, especially to a kid or kid. Look at me saying I'm a kid. I'm 23 years old. Uh, that, uh, you know, hated flying. So ever since then, it's just every single time we go up and come down terrifies me. I actually used to only hate going up, but now I hate I hate coming down too. Um, and yeah, I don't know. So that's me flying. <laughs> that's me with flying. It's horrible. Um, shit has been, shit's been good and bad here, man. Shit's been good and bad. I, uh, I'm in a place right now in my life where in 2020, I'm probably, this is the happiest I've probably been. I, um, I'm very happy right now. I'm, I'm doing things, uh, in my little personal life over here that are, uh, making me really happy right now, man smiling when i don't even notice i'm smiling it's a cool feeling um it's a little weird i'm not gonna lie just like you kind of look like a psycho um if you're ever just smiling to yourself you're like what the fuck why am i smiling um 
but it, it's also a sign that you're happy so that's good too i um now with that being said as happy as i am as happy as i am to speak to you guys about the podcast right as happy as i am to be talking about drum lessons and we can get into that in a second about how that's going well how i'm working at a job and that's going well full-time job right I'm, i'm blessed to have that saving up money at home personal life's going well just a happy fucking sorry i know no cursing right now happy freaking camper right just a happy guy (laughs) um the chicago cubs are i they're just like hey all your happiness let's just flip it into uh pure and utter depression first it starts with the sadness it starts with lester right lester's not coming back we no one expects him back but um you know he goes out there he buys a beer for everybody for like a weekend at these like three bars uh put it on john's tab which is the coolest dude that's the coolest fucking move ever is to just get get a gtlf great taste less filling more light on us on me on me and he racks up this bar tab from the city of chicago and um yeah and he pays for it and then he's yeah thank you guys for the service it's great. Just a great guy. And, you know, he's expected not to be back, so that's fine. But there were rumors going around that he might come back, that he might come back just like on a smaller deal. Like someone might pay him, and if he does get paid, man, good for him. He should take the money. Cubs should not offer him a lot of money, but if he gets a lot of money, he should go for that. But he could come out of the bullpen, right? I mean, look look how he's pitched for the last two seasons, man. It's not. It hasn't been great. And... I wouldn't mind bringing him out of the bullpen like a Kerry Wood situation on a, on a good deal. But, again, that's a perfect world if that happens, right? So Lester's probably gone. And then, out of nowhere, a few weeks ago, we learned Theo Epstein is quit the Cubs. He just upped and left. We thought we had one more year left. This was going to be the year we build it. And I'll get to that about building it in a second. Um, we have one more year left with Theo. Let's see what we can do with these guys. And then it's all going to be blown up, right? It's not like I didn't know we we're going to blow it up. I just thought we would have one more year. And Theo ups and, ups and leaves, leaves baseball, right? He's taking time to focus on him and his family for a year before he goes and builds another superstardom team and just rips the hearts out of Chicago with that. And thank you, Theo. Thank you for the World Series. Thank you for, I mean, making all the Cubs fans smile and just being the, a fucking legend in baseball, right? Did it with the Red Sox, did it with the Cubs. The guy's a legend. Um, no shots at him, but what the fuck at the same time, leaving this year. Sucks. Just sucks, right? Didn't see that coming. Next thing you know, <laughs> Schwarber cut from the team. Not picking up his not they're not picking up his option. And he was I mean, again, one more year. We had one more year on these guys. Like he could have been a power hitter this year, especially if they keep and I don't know if they were thinking about keeping the uh DH rule. That would have been just, I mean, fuck it. That's what we always dreamed of is Schwarber being a DH. And then if he was a DH for the Cubs, how great would that it would have been? And he, so they just let him go uh, two days ago, yesterday, whenever it was. And then today, wake up eight o'clock in the morning. I haven't even started working on my uh, actual job. And Len Casper has upped and left also. And is now not only up and leaving, but joining the Chicago White Sox. And I don't know if I blame Len. It just sucks because he's joined the White Sox as a fucking radio announcer, which is cool because it's ESPN and he's going to be making a lot of money. But he something happened, right? 
something in the office has happened that pissed him off and left. That's the by the way, that's like my only memory of a guy calling Cubs games is Len Casper. Um and yeah, I mean he, he upped and left and now it's just J D in the booth. Um, which is good because JD's the shit. But uh Len leaves, goes to the White Sox, which is just, you know, rubbing just extra burn and putting salt on the wound. And um just what the fuck? Now we got it's just like what's happening here? Are we really are we blowing everything up? It's because of the goddamn marquee network too. I don't know what the marquee network is exactly. Is it like a I don't know if it's gonna be like a streaming service or a channel or whatever they're trying to make it. But like what the fuck, Chicago? What are we doing? Or North Side, I should say. Sox seem to be having it figure, <laughs> full on figured out right now. Hire a Hall of Fame manager, which is the shit, by the way, that they brought in a Hall of Famer. I think that's so cool. I know he's old. I know he's been out of the game for a while, but I think that's so cool that they brought in a guy that's, uh, you know, already in the Hall of Fame. I actually think Jeter might be the next one to do it, you know? I think that uh, he could come back and start coaching maybe the Yankees or something like that. Uh, down the line. Down the line, though. Um, but, yeah, that's not what we're talking about. We're trying to talk about how the Cubs just blew it up. Here's the plan. Here's what I was talking about with one-year things. This is a one-year plan, obviously, because this is it. This is, uh, yes, it's obvious with Theo's contract's up. Uh, Schwarber's contract would have been up. Brian's contract would have been up. I'm pretty sure that Javi and Rizzo and, uh, did I say Brian Ray? Uh, I, their contracts are coming up, too. Um, I don't know if it's all next year, but it's coming up. My point is this is the end of an era, right? This is when we're going to blow it up in a year. In a year. Could have waited a year. An entire year. Could have waited, but we didn't. We didn't wait a year. What we did is we blew up now. And my goal of what we could do in this offseason, if we kept everyone for just this last year, I mean, Trevor Bauer is, I know, I know, whoa, yeah, the Cy Young guy, you're going to be talking about him. He's going to really come to the Cubs. Yeah, it's probably unlikely, but hear me out on this. Trevor Bauer, Trevor Bauer, Trevor Bauer has pitched the idea of signing a one-year deal. He's been, he's saying that he, he might go to a team for one year. Blake Snell has pitched the idea of doing a one-year team. Right, we've heard both of these with the Reds. We've heard both of these with the Padres. Dodgers maybe for Bauer for long term, but either way, we've heard them mention it would be cool to maybe sign for with a team for one year. Now maybe they came back out and they said that, uh, you know, that they're not doing that. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I just didn't hear that part of it. But say they're only signing one year. How, how? What about that pitch? Hey, this is it. We got a core group of guys, a good core group of guys that are all th- and and they're all leaving next year like this is it we're blowing it up let's go out with a bang let's win a world series uh for chicago again let's do it like how is that not a sales pitch you're making like where it's like let's be part of this one year fucking dragon spit and fire down the throats of the nl central like why is that not a pitch that we had we lost we lost castellabos last year broke my heart because they just look so fucking cool out there, and he fucking mashes the ball. I don't stop cursing, Hannah. I'm sorry, but yeah, people are sleeping. People are sleeping too, so I gotta keep it down. But I just don't understand why that why they have to do that. Michigan sucks. That's another thing. Michigan blows right now. Harbaugh's in uh, some deep, deep trouble, man. He's gonna be uh, done after the season. He's got. I hope he beats OSU. Though. How how much of the shit would that be if he beat Ohio State, who's ranked what like three or four? That would be awesome. But it's it's not gonna happen, and um, I hope it happens. I do, but I don't think it happens. And uh, yeah, sadly, it just didn't work out. He was like a picture perfect quarterback that we all hoped would you know go well and work out. But um, you know, 
It didn't go that way. Sometimes it just doesn't fall that way. I don't know. I really hope that uh, things end up actually working out for uh, Michigan after this. I don't know. I, I've heard. I know my friend wants uh, Cincinnati's coach. That would be cool. Uh, see, this is why. This is what I'm talking about. My life is going. If I just didn't cheer for sports, if I just, <laughs> if I just focused on my per my life here and what I can control, I would be happy. I would be smiling through the roof. But I have to let this shit that I'm not even in control of bug me. And I think that's just the essence of being a guy. I really do. I mean, at least all my friends. That's what it's like. We I mean, shit that we can't control, whether that's with gambling. <laughs> gambling uh sports it's just it's honestly it, it's what we live for it's why we love uh what we do <laughs> but uh the fucking bulls right the hawks hawks sod right just fucking left the team again uh the uh, bulls just drafted this guy who doesn't start who didn't start in uh the nba or the in the ncaa for florida state they drafted this guy at four didn't trade up didn't trade back could have probably traded back and still got this guy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they take, took him. And in his promo video, he was, like, picking flowers with his mom. And I'm like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I am saying that for a promo video, I would like to see a shoot in baskets. Um, Pat Williams. But he looks like a freak of nature, though, with his athleticism. So I'm, I'm on the train. I'm in on the um, Pat Williams train. I just hope they bring in some big free agents eventually. Um you know, I don't know who, but I, I really hope that's soon, sooner rather than later. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, the Chicago teams are looking bad right now. Nothing's looking good. The only thing to bash the Sox on right now is, what, you have to bash them for, uh, probably for the DUI for um, Larusa, right? That's probably the only thing to get them on. It's like, that's not stopping them from coaching, so you're fine. Um, yeah, no, I actually, uh, something cool about the Sox is, um, my uh, my buddy's going through a little bit of a hard time, and uh, I was able to cheer him up a little bit, which actually made – dude, do something nice for people. It makes you feel amazing. It's a great feeling. But um, I did – there's this app called Cameo, right? And it's uh, celebrities you can just give – they just – you hire them, like, literally, like, you donate money to whatever charity they're probably trying to uh, give this money to, and uh, they have a price, and then they just record a video, like, Merry Christmas from blah, 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 um, Happy Birthday from blah, blah, blah. Whatever you can imagine, like it's it's all, like whatever you want them to say, they'll do it. It's great. Roast you. It's awesome. And some celebrities are unimaginably priced. Like uh, Robert from Everybody Loves Raymond, um, he's like three hundred dollars, and it's all the a lot of it's all the charity for most of these people. But like three hundred dollars, man, holy shit! Just to have Robert like say something that's kind of crazy. I love Brad Garrett. He's one of the funniest people I've ever uh, seen. But dude, three hundred dollars, holy shit, man. I don't, for like happy birthday, that's a lot for 30 seconds. Um, was that $10 a second? Is that right? Did I do the math right? I don't know. I'm an idiot. Um, but, <laughs> but so what I did for my buddy who was going through a little bit of a rough patch, um, I actually got Ozzy Guillen to send him a little cheer him up message. And that, I think, made his day, man. And that's awesome. That fucking rips, man. That's dope. It rips. And it. It felt amazing to, to see uh, or to hear his reaction and see how happy he was for, uh, you know, it, it cost me it, it, literally nothing, man. It, it, it was great. It, it was affordable, and it was just something that would just make someone else's day better, and it was awesome to see it. And Ozzy did a great job with it. Ozzy was Ozzy. And that's <laughs> and if you know Ozzy Gein, if you listen to this and you know how Ozzy Gein talks, you know that Ozzy being Ozzy is exactly 
um, what this world needs in 2020, 2020 right now. <laughs> Apparently, like, immediately he was told that he's not going to be um, hired as the new Sox manager <laughs> when they fired uh, or uh, got, rid of, got rid of Ricky. He was immediately told, don't even, like, try. How many times have people told you don't even try for things? Uh, I feel like my parents would tell me that all the time. <laughs> like I I don't know Someone's like Schedule would free up And they'd be like Oh can I go And they'd be like Don't even try Don't even think about Doing that Not happening Oh my god Dude you remember I remember calling on landlines To set up uh, Hangouts with people I used to actually call my So my buddy Who lived down the street um, I call him up I would 5413010 I believe that was his number And um, It's insane how I still know that Right I haven't made that call In 12 years and uh, what his his mom would like prank me. His mom would like she would like I don't know. She was able to like switch her voice around, so I didn't know who it was that picked up the phone. And I would be like so confused. I mean, keep in mind I'm like seven years old, and I'm just like, hello, like trying to like try, trying to reach out to my friend's name. And she would act as the as if he, it, it was him, or like his sister. And I would just be so confused. And then they'd laugh in my face or in my ear and. It was humiliating, and I hated it. <laughs> it was terrible. I still think about that at times, man. I think about that at times. I also think I miss playing, um, like sports, like in with the neighborhood kids. You know, like there was a bunch of different age groups around us. There was uh, a few kids two years older than us, a kid year uh, older than us, and then it was like me and my other buddy, and then my brother who was two years younger than us. We'd all we'd all play the same sports together, right? We'd all either play basketball in someone's driveway. We'd all play. We used to play baseball in the cul-de-sac. That was the shit. With a tennis ball. Or, yeah, tennis ball and, like, this plastic bat. That was awesome. Um, like, right field is out or something like that. And then um, we used to play so much street hockey. We used to play street hockey all the time, and it was great. I was actually goalie um, for a lot of it, you know. I used to flash the glove over there, if you will. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> And it was, dude, it was so much fun. The only sport I hated playing, and maybe it's just because I'm a pussy, is, uh, oh, come on, have some confidence, is uh, football. I hated playing football because uh, I uh, I would just, it, with the older kids at that point, he they would bring their friends, and, like, some of them were just built differently and, like, still play in college, and they would just lay you out. Like, it was just like, all right, I'm touch. You would have to be, like, the pussy way of touch because this one kid would just break your back. I know exactly, I can't shout him out, but he would break your back when he tackles you. And uh, if Jack or Corey, you're listening to this, you know who I'm talking about. That was Jack's friend that would just, he's a fucking linebacker, would break your back when you had to go against him. Um, and then we also, they also had this other kid that just had a cannon of an arm. And he uh, ended up playing a quarterback in high school. So it made all sense. Made all the sense in the world. But um, yeah, man, missing, I miss those sports back in the day. Back when you just tackle and wrap up kids. Now it's like you're going to blow out a knee fucking doing that. I haven't played Thanksgiving football in like three years because. It, I don't want to fucking blow a knee out. Uh, my brother tore his ACL playing uh, football senior year, man. Sad story because the kid worked hard, man. Worked hard to start at uh, defensive back. And then uh, on the kick kickoff of senior year, he tore it, man. And then he was uh, able to make a comeback uh, uh, for baseball that year. So shout out my brother on that. That was, uh, that was dope and inspirational. And, uh, yeah, that was cool. But uh, where am I even going with this? This is kind of a random rant here. We're already 23 minutes in. I don't know. I've been working out again. I've been doing some boxing. And uh, with that, my back's been bothering me. So I went to, uh, I actually started getting massages. 
I've been getting massages, dude. And I know, I know that's soft. I know. But, uh, dude, they hurt like shit when they're just jamming the thumb in there. My shoulders right now are dead. And uh, they completely swindled me, man. I got, I signed up for like the membership and everything. I'm all, I'm fully in. And I just box in my closet. I have a boxing bag in there and I just work out in there. And then uh, I guess I work out in the closet. I'm in the closet. Sorry. Terrible joke. Terrible joke. I'm terrible about that. Sorry. But uh, I box, <laughs> I box in the closet and it's fun, man. Um, and then, uh, yeah, man, it's just going well. So the massages are doing well. I'm doing drum lessons again, which, um, you know, some people, I kind of lose people when I start talking about the drum lessons because we're doing uh, the rudiments right now, which is just basically like basic training, basic practice for uh, drummers. Rudiments, how fun is that word? It sounds like a what you put out, like what sprinkles or like hot fudge or cherries would be called. Instead of condiments, they're called rudiments, right? I don't know. I mean, again, I'm an idiot. I don't know why you guys listen to this thing. Uh, this is probably why we don't have uh, a lot of sponsors yet, right? We've had a few people reach out about doing a, uh, a platform, which is kind of cool. I got to investigate that a little bit, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, so I'm doing the rudiments. I'm working on that. And then we're also working on um, uh, the paradiddle, a few paradiddles up there. It's one of the rudiments. And uh, I just like, I don't expect anyone to know what that is. I just expect uh, people to like those words rudiments and um paradiddles right they're great um but the, the cool so the funny story about my drum teacher is dude he's the shit man and he's uh he's sober he's about two years sober um and you know he got he sobered up about two years ago and when you know when you sober up from something a lot of times there's enough a lot of times there's another vice that opens up right you know, I God knows I have mine, dude. I've, which, by the way, I've been off the rails on cigars. I gotta slow down from that. I have been just ripping cigars the last week, and uh, I'm going to Miami tomorrow. So, like, uh, this is only gonna get worse. But um, I gotta slow down after this weekend. And uh, he, so you know, you turn to another vice, and he turned to cigarettes, right? So he's smoking uh, now for the last two years, but he wants to quit cigarettes, and he's he's seven foot tall. And he's like, uh, so what I'm doing to quit cigarettes is I'm joining a semi-professional basketball team. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, the ABA. I'm like, the ABA? Is that not from 1956? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I'm playing semi-professional ba basketball to quit smoking. <laughs> and he's saying it casually. I'm like, dude, do you know how many people could say that in this world? Like, definitely you're the only one that's ever been asked, oh, hey, how you quit smoking? We're... Uh, people are like, usually, hey, how you quit smoking? You're like, oh, I, you know, use patches. Hey, how you quit smoking? Oh, I quit cold turkey. Hey, how you quit smoking? Oh, I don't know. I'm joining a semi-professional basketball league um, that just held tryouts making, and I'm going to make $35 per game. It's like, that is the coolest way to quit smoking. <laughs> and I don't even know if it's guaranteed to make you quit. He's starting because he's seven foot tall. The guy, like, made the team no problem. Um, I also, if you're listening to this, I deed him up. Um, when we first met, we uh, were like the two guys that only that like sports at this theater school, and we were uh, <laughs> we were shooting hoops on the thing, and that's how we became friends. And uh, he was the he was a professional drummer in one of the plays that came through, and I was just you know one of the students there, and uh, we just hit it off. And he uh, we shot hoops so much that like he literally came out <laughs> he came out during intermission, which for people that uh for my sports fans that's halftime. And uh, he came out during intermission, and he just started shooting hoops with me. And he got, like, sweaty, too. I'm like, dude, don't you have, like, a show to go do, like, the second half? And he's like, uh, oh, yeah, 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 I'll be, I'll be fine. And he just runs back. He ran back in there, like, almost late. And then he uh, he went in there. He just crushed it. 
He just fucking crushed it, man. Oh my god, I gotta get him on the pod. I know he's been he's he he says he's not gonna be good on the pod, but dude, he has so many interesting stories. He's he's performed on a bunch of cruise ships. Uh, pretty sure he performed uh, before Train came on. I think he opened for Train. Dude, like the guy is the shit, and he's like the most talented. Uh, musician I've probably ever met so far. I mean, uh, shout out Rob who was on the podcast, uh, and Mike, man, those, those guys were dope too. But uh, Rob actually had like three point four billion streams or something like that for a lot of songs, and Rob played drums on that album, all that album. I mean, holy shit! So that's cool. Um, shout out Rob, but yeah, but uh, James, the, my drum coach, he fucking just fucking rips, man. He just hears a song, and I'm like, oh hey, do you know how to play this song, man? Do you want me to, like look up a video and like. We could probably learn it. He's like, wait, wait, no, just play the song. And they just do, 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 And he's like, okay, okay, I got it. And they just rips it. And it's like at 160 BPMs, which nerd, nerd talk. But um, it's a fast song is what I'm trying to say. Everlong by Foo Fighters. Just rips it. I think it's actually like 158, but who's counting? And um, he's like, yeah, we can play that. You want to learn it? I'm like, dude, I don't even know how to use the left foot yet. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, you're good. Like, we're just, we'll learn it. You learn it slow, and then you pick up the progress with it. And I'm like, okay, that makes total sense. Like, let's do it. And we started learning it. And, dude, I'm making progress on, like, my favorite song. It's the shit, dude. I'm so happy to be doing it. Um, and we're learning some drum fills, man. It's it's awesome. Um, so I'm going to try to get him on the pod, um, and we'll see if he can do it. Uh, he has been... Um, just awesome uh, with me and the drums, so I'm, I'm very happy to be doing that, and uh, yeah, life is going fucking well right now, everyone's healthy, which is good, but you know, I'm going to Miami, could come back with uh, some Coronas over there, um, some COVID, which hopefully not, and then uh, Christmas time, I actually had, I had a great Christmas time, I, or sorry, I had a great Thanksgiving earlier, we had a little small one with my grandparents and my sister and parents, and um, and then my aunt was there too, and we just, I, I mean, I went to town on um, Thanksgiving food, right? I had all dark meat. That's how I roll. I go only dark meat. I just went gravy on everything. I went three three biscuits. And it's not like those breakfast bis biscuits. They're like those, uh, oh, God, the white doughboy one. Um, I can't think of it. But, yeah, that they're like those ones. Um, and, uh, like, the number one brand in stores. I can't think of it for some reason. It's not Hostess. I don't know what it is. Um, but it's so good. And, uh, we just yeah, we just had those. They're great. A little butter. A little asparagus, a little bit of corn, a little bit of uh, mashed potatoes, a little mashed potatoes. You like mashed potatoes? And uh, I usually, I actually don't usually eat potatoes. I hate potatoes. I'll eat it on Thanksgiving just for the mood, I think, for the vibe. <laughs> but you just dump gravy on everything, dude, and you'll be fine. I actually thought my heart was going to stop. Like, it was bad how much I ate. Definitely gained weight, I guess. I don't know. But I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to be better about it, trying to be healthier. I say all this stuff. And I, and you know, the, my mom actually brought this up. Isn't it funny when you can reference your mom here? Isn't that the coolest thing? Doesn't that make me the hottest guy in town? Uh, my mother brought it up to me. She goes, you know, you're so nervous, um, you know, about planes. Um, so nervous about, you know, brain. I always freak out about having like a tumor. Like I always think like, I, how will I know? I want to have early detection. Like how will I know? Always freak out about that. She's like, you're freaking out about all these random occurrences and rare occurrences. Yet you go out there in the hot tub and you smoke multiple cigars a week <laughs> i had no comeback i had no call i was like yeah but i like them and uh i told her i'm like yeah i only got a couple left but i i actually have like 12 left and uh i guess i brought it into the house that's the issue 
is I brought it into the house. If I just kept them where I had to go to the store, pick up one that was like 15 bucks each time. Yeah, they cost a lot more, but dude, I'm, I'm having to do it and it's not as frequent. Now it's like whenever I just need to stress relief, I do it. And um, it's terrible. It's a terrible habit to get into. But uh, yeah, so that's what I'm doing, man. I hope everyone's fucking happy, man. I hope everyone's doing well. It's Christmas time. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Sorry. But uh, it's gonna. <laughs> it's a magical time, man. I hope people find love. I hope uh, people start dating that are... Uh, that like each other. I hope uh, I hope everything's magical. I hope you have a great New Year's. I mean, I'll talk to you all before this. We're going to do another podcast. But I hope you enjoy this solo one, man. I like talking like this. It helps me relieve some stress. I got some new jokes coming for you guys. As um, soon as they let me do it. I'm thinking about doing virtual stand-up, by the way. I said that last time. I think I teased that. But um, I don't know, man. We got to see. I, everything's down right now. It's so bad in Chicago. It's like one in every 12 people. Don't hold me to that. I don't know anything. I'm an idiot. But... uh <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Thank you guys for listening, man. And uh, I hope you guys have a safe, happy weekend. And we'll definitely be back uh, next week. Who knows when we're going to get guests back. I'm going to try to get my drum coach, try to get a little personality in Chicago that everybody knows. Um, Maybe a little guitarist and another actor. I got uh, eyeing down right now. So we'll see. We're in talks. Uh, Thank you guys. Listen. Uh, Thank you for listening. Please like us on uh, just please subscribe to Apple Podcasts. That would just mean the world to us. Just a little subscribe and a five-star rating. It would just make our day. And if you could download the episodes on Spotify, just so we know. Again, thank you also to everyone, our LLs, loyal listeners, everyone that, if you sent me anything about this podcast that was nice, or just anything, man, I appreciate it. Especially um, those who uh, recently sent me their top five from Spotify wrap-up. And um, actually, should we go over my, we're going to go over that real quick, uh, of the Spotify wrap-up. I, uh, I had a little bit of a, a little bit of a, it's a little weird. I had uh, Circles by Post Malone is one, which makes sense. Uh, I played on drums quite frequently, so that's why that was there. Good song, too. Then I had two as Dynamite, BTS, talked about in the first episode, you know. Uh, it's uh, just a great song, and, I'm, and I'll go to the grave with that. Great song. And yes, it came out like two months ago, three months ago, and it's already number two for the year. That's fine. Three is Like It's Christmas by Jonas Brothers. When a song rips, it rips. That's all I'm saying about that. It's great. I actually, uh, I think I posted these on my story. Now I'm thinking, um, that was that. I don't even know. Let's see. Four was I have it on here. Four was Quinn's um, coffee. Great song. Um, I love Marky e. Bassey in that. Bassey, 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 Bassey. I don't know that. And the five was was I wish I was you by Joey Cool and Jerry Robinson. Great song. If you haven't heard that one, that's um, I think that's on Tex label. I think he's on. Is that Strange Music? I don't know. But I like it. Um, it's a great song. And, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, uh, that's my top five. Shout out to Jonas Brothers and BTS, man. That's me, baby. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's my top five. But like I was saying, if you uh, posted to me that uh, or showed me that you uh, had the comedy collision on your top five podcast, um, that made my day. Thank you so much, guys. And uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Adios. Peace. Stay healthy. Go, uh, go Fins. Go Pack. Go, go Fins.